We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is January 23rd, 2023. Jonathan Osborne. Here I am joined by a very special guest, producer Kevin, for an emergency pod. Wee Kevin woo, Tucker. Wee woo, wee woo. Sound the alarm. Emergency pod time. <laughs> What's up, Jonathan? Pumped to be oh, here. Oh my goodness. Kevin, usually a pod when we record like an emergency pod, I didn't say tomorrow's date for a reason. We're getting this up tonight. That's right. Monday night, Jonathan Isaac is back. We had no idea what to expect, Kevin, but he looked almost as good as ever. Here's the thing. Like, go through the checklist of what we wanted from tonight. We wanted Jonathan to come back to a nice applause and a nice moment. He got all that, whatever. That's great. Check. We wanted Jonathan to come back and not get hurt. Check. We wanted to come back and look pretty, look like he could hang on a basketball floor. Check. And we wanted to get a win, check. And then everything beyond that was just above and beyond. You know, like the fact that he played great, put up, put together for nine minutes and 36 seconds, a great stat line, looked great, looked comfortable. And this is day one. This is game one. He can only go up from here. And I want to reiterate, the Magic also won. Beat the Boston Celtics, best team in the league. For the third time this season, Um, Eddie. Eddie, where you at, bro? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, Eddie. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Eddie House was talking more trash uh, a couple of nights ago, the post-game uh, you know, broadcast for the Boston Celtics saying, oh, he's going to be in Orlando, blah, blah, blah. They can't lose. They got to get this win. He was sitting courtside. Got to witness this massive L for the Boston Celtics. The Magic have now won the season series against the Boston Celtics tonight with a 113-98 to 15-point win at home over the Boston Celtics. But we just want to talk about Jonathan Isaac. Like, I'm sure we'll point out other things about this game. 
but we really just want to talk about Jonathan Isaac. So uh, he checks in at the seven minute mark of this game. The Magic were up 13 to eight, uh, or what, I'm sorry, the 643 mark. And then he checked out at the 236. So played just about four minutes in the first quarter, misses his first, uh, like the first layup, then gets another look a couple of possessions later, the turnaround. I believe it was over Jalen Brown. It was, yeah. Nothing but net. And you're like, okay, like this is, this is good. He's moving well. Had a couple of scares, uh, him on the floor with like a fall. He fell like on top of Wendell Carter Jr. He fell in the corner, I think, in the second half. Then he had like a Euro step in the second half. That's the one that scared me because I just got instant flashbacks to Washington, D.C. Uh, and uh, and also, well, Sacramento, too. And so, uh, yeah, both of those. Whew, scary. <sighs> Man. And then the second half, he hits he hits a corner three from the left corner. A few minutes later, hits a wide open corner three from the right corner. Is playing Jalen Brown, bringing the ball up. All star Jalen Brown, by the way, not known to have the tightest handle in, in the world, but an all star nonetheless. Picks his pocket like it was it was vintage Jonathan Isaac. Picks his pocket, drives down the floor. The pocket pass to Paolo Bancaro for the dunk. Boston calls a timeout. They feel the momentum is swinging Orlando's way. That sequence in the second half went a long way in giving the Magic a little bit of a cushion to win this game. And that's what makes this so much more exciting and significant is because these moments, these this nine minutes and 36 seconds that Jonathan Isaac played, these weren't in you know some garbage time or something. This was in a significant game a close game against the best team in basketball and they contributed to a win. That's why I'm so fired up because yeah, Jonathan Isaac could have done this when we were down 25 against whoever fill in the blank. And it would have been like, okay, great. Jonathan's back. That's awesome. But he contributed to a win against the best team in basketball and a win over Eddie house. Like I'm just, I'm just pumped. I'm fired up. This was a big win for this team. Obviously in the grand scheme of things, we're still fighting for that play in spot. But to see Jonathan do what he did tonight, and again, you said vintage. That was him, and not just not just the the two steals on the on the the stat line. Also, like there were uh, several defensive possessions where he made his presence felt. A couple of defensive pe- possessions where other teammates got steals because of how Jonathan Isaac was playing in the area he was covering. The rebounding. I know he only had three rebounds, but all three of them were significant rebounds. Like big men go get the ball. We've been really hurting in the rebounding category of late. So to see him do that, oh, it just it's crazy. It checked all the boxes. I could not be happier. I've got to tell you, Kevin, I feel I feel vindicated. Not not to say like, oh, we knew Jonathan Isaac was going to come back and do this, but we never gave up on Jonathan Isaac. I know there's a and I, I'm we're speaking for a lot of people here. I'd say probably the majority did not give up on Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. There was definitely a, a contention of Magic fans who thought it was over. He would he would never play again, was not going to see the floor. And let's just be perfectly honest. There are extracurricular reasons for that. It wasn't just medical reasons that they thought Jonathan Isaac wasn't going to play. They feel a certain way about his beliefs, what some people perceive to be like a political statement. I don't want to rehash all of that. But to sit here and it just seemed like every time we got bad news after bad news after bad news about Jonathan Isaac, you, me, Luke, to sit here and say, folks, like, 
it doesn't mean it's over. It's pushed back further and further and further every time. It doesn't mean that it's over. If there is anyone that has the mental fortitude to come back from something like this, it is this kid. Yeah, and and for me, I think we also need to remind ourselves that he has said multiple times, you know, sometimes kind of in in passing that he wishes he was already back, you know, even going back to last season, he talked about being back, you know, if he could help it or if it was up to him or something like that. And so we also have to remember that a lot of this this time period wasn't decided by him, of course, it was decided by the front office and the medical staff and all that. But I will say anyone that doubted, anyone that thought that he you know, not just because of injuries, but also because of all the other extracurricular stuff, thought that he wasn't coming back to basketball. He was going to do these other things, the books or whatever. Just listen to him in the interviews, even before he started playing today. Listen over the last couple months when he's talked in these interviews. All he talked about was getting back on the floor to play the game that he loves, to play with his teammates. That's all he cared about. And you could see how much it meant for him tonight to be out there, uh, be on the floor, playing the sport he loves. And he even said, you know, as on the walk-off interview with Dante, contributing to a win, like the, being a part of a win is just so huge. Again, I just can't, I can't state it enough. Like tonight was huge. I, I also want to like temper our expectations a little bit. Like this was great. Don't get me wrong, but he is still coming back from a 900 day absence. So Wednesday night, after all the adrenaline settles down, he might go out there and lay an egg. That doesn't mean he's trash. Okay. It's going to be a, it's going to be a bit, bit of a roller coaster ride as it is with any player that comes back from an injury but I can imagine a, the the 900 day injury there's going to be some of that okay so we just got to be pumped for tonight and just have those expectations of he's coming back it's going to be a little bit of a ride but we've seen what is possible we've seen what is possible and we know that give it a couple of weeks maybe a month I really hope he's back to full strength full participation maybe even full minutes in games, and then we'll see what can happen after that. And to your point about him contributing to the win, he, w- he wasn't tagging along. Right. He wasn't just one of the boys along for the ride tonight. Yeah. He was contributing, making key plays in that second half that helped the Magic win this game. And Kevin, one of the most, I wouldn't say shocking, but you and I just started recording this as the Bally broadcast was ending one of the last things they showed was Jonathan Isaac's post-game availability. And I, I don't know who it was that asked the question, but it was a fantastic question. They asked him if he ever doubted that if he would get back to this point. And he said, yeah, I absolutely did. As you're going through a, an injury like this, that's just kind of part of the process. Um, and especially when you have setbacks, it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. But having his his church family, he talked about his wife, encouraging him and, and pouring you know encouragement into him just kept him going. So like as as mentally strong as he is, like this is not something that that one person can can go through alone and and Jonathan Isaac would be the first person to tell you that, right? Yeah, I think it's 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 one of those things like we've talked about it a little bit, just the the idea of something that you love being taken away from you for one reason or another, but then for it to take more than 2 years for you to be able to get back to that, how many of us would have just said, you know what, I got my, especially someone who, who made the money that he did. I got my money. I'm set for life. I'll talk about the sport you know, I'll go to TV. I'll do whatever, but this isn't worth it. But he decided this would be worth it. He decided this was the path that he's been put on. These are the obstacles that were put in his place or in his way. And he's decided he's going to overcome them. And 
That's exactly what he's done. He's back. He's earned it. He's earned our respect. And uh, yeah, what what a great what a great start to the return for Jonathan Isaac. Kevin, I'm happy that you were you know mature and, and wise enough to let's say temper the expectations. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's throw that out of the window for a minute. <laughs> okay. Let's throw that out of the window. Let's go. If if the Jonathan Isaac is back. We we saw this with Markel Fultz. Like, yes, it, it was he came back was a little bit rusty. And look, I as much as anyone on this planet has questioned the medical staff at times. Kevin will be the first person <laughs> yeah, to disagree facts. with me and attest to that. That's okay. Facts, yeah. Give this medical staff their mother freaking flowers right now. Markel Fultz came back, looked like he didn't miss a beat. Jonathan Isaac, it took a millennium for him to come back. Doesn't look like he's missed a beat. So I just want to, I apologize. Orlando Magic Medical staff, whatever you're doing, it seems to be working, especially for these two young men, all right? But let's talk about if this is Depoy Jonathan Isaac, Mm. who if I cannot tell you, I had flashbacks to Chris Stapp's Porzingis when he stole that ball from Jalen Brown and is running the other way with it, Kevin, and dumped it off to Paolo Bancaro. My mind went a million different places, Mm. and I'll be lying if I told you that for a split second I had to talk myself out of us winning the title this year. Yep, this is it. What does it mean for this Magic team if that guy is back? Well, you got to think about it. Even if you just take tonight, his debut, 9 minutes and 36 seconds or whatever it was, 46 seconds. He had 10 points, 3 rebounds, 2 steals in 9 minutes. Even if you double that, say he plays 20 minutes. 57% from the floor, by the way. Yeah, say he plays 20 minutes. That's 20 points, 6 rebounds, 4 steals. I mean, that's 20 Pretty minutes. Pretty crazy. Put him up probably, 30 minutes. Not probable, not likely. No, of course not. Of course but, not. But to say, again, this is what he did. His first NBA game in 904 days. This is what he did. That's insane. to do. I know it's a short sample size, but for anyone to take 904 days off of anything and come back and do what he did tonight, it makes you wonder what the ceiling is for this guy. The ceiling might be the floor, you know, to quote uh, Michael Jordan. Um, the yeah, ceiling I, is the roof. Oh, dang it, I blew it. The ceiling is the roof. Unbelievable. Oh, man, that's a, that's a disappointment. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's 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 what, that's what's crazy to me. Like, I just, I don't want to get too carried away. Like I said, I do want to temper my expectations. But picturing him with Franz, with Paolo, with Markel, with Wendell, with Bull when he's thrown out there. Like, take your pick. Jalen Suggs, those two locking it down. It's it's as good as, like, everyone hoped it would be. After one night, it looks like it's possible, which is wild. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel very vindicated for a, a number of reasons. I know I said this a couple of minutes ago. The fact that we never gave up on Jonathan Isaac, never in my wildest dreams does he come back and look this good tonight. Jonathan Isaac touched on it in the post-game conference tonight. This team has not scratched the surface of how good they can be. Once Jonathan Isaac is back and acclimated, once people are used to the way that he plays and where he needs the ball, Paolo Bancaro is going to continue to get better. Franz Wagner is going to continue to get better. Add that Markel Fultz, Wendell Carter Jr., Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, who was phenomenal. We talked crap about him last night, said he hasn't been consistent, came out and played his butt off tonight. Give credit where credit is due. We were not wrong in our preseason evaluation of this team. We talked about, hope. we hoped that Jonathan Isaac would be back for training camp. We didn't think Markel Fultz was going to break his toe. We didn't think Gary Harris was going to hurt his knee. We didn't think Cole Anthony was going to tear his oblique. Wendell Carter with the plantar fascia. Jalen Suggs with the ankle multiple times. Chuma OKK with the knee. Like We did not see all of these injuries coming. And now, all we've been asking for all season is let's see this team healthy. They've slowly been getting healthy over the last couple of weeks. And over the last 20 games, I'm pretty sure we're close to 50 like 50 50 500 basketball yep so we before the season we're like the magic are going to have to win around 40 games if they want to make the play-in 500 would be 41 and 41 the magic are now what is it 18, 18 and 29 27 18 and 29 excuse me they're four games now away from their win total of all of last season that 26 and a half over bet Cashing. Paolo Bancaro, Rookie of the Year. Cashing, by the way. It feels pretty freaking good, man. I've got to say. Super excited. It, it feels like it's going to take a couple of weeks for everybody to really settle in. I think we're going to see some mixed results over the course of the next couple of weeks. This team had a pretty solid showing after the All-Star break this year. I can't wait to see what this team looks like after the All-Star break this year. Yeah, and I know you guys are going to talk about it on the, the normal episodes, but I mean, the schedule become starts to become a little more favorable here in the near future. I mean, there's a chance that we're getting healthy at the exact right time. You guys already talked about it on Monday's episode, the fact that this game on Wednesday against the Pacers, they're on a back-to-back. They're also really struggling. Like They're one of the coldest teams in the league right now. They're falling apart after their really hot start. You got to ride the momentum from tonight and win that game. Then you got the back-to-back this weekend, Miami, Chicago. 
that's tough. Yeah, the Indiana game is a must win. The back-to-back Miami Chicago is tough. Then the Philly, a uh, couple games against Philly, but then that's when you get three potentially winnable games in a row. Minnesota, Charlotte, and the Knicks. A couple more tough games, but then after that, once you get in February, early March, there's some winnable games, and there's a chance that we're getting healthy at the right time. Because also, let's think about it. Tonight was technically not a winnable game. I know the Celtics were hurt, but they still had the two Js, and those guys can be anyone by themselves. But you found a way tonight to win, in part thanks to Jonathan Isaac. But all I have to say, you're still only four games out of the play-in. Uh, looks like Chicago's going to win tonight, so it'll be four and a half games. Um, but it's it's still there for you. It's still there for you. There's a lot of basketball to be played, and it, it hopefully we're getting healthy at exactly the right time to make some noise. So I want to go back. Uh, what is that? Four seasons ago, Kevin. Right around this time, mm. four seasons ago, is when the Magic started to get hot. Yep, they were twenty and thirty-one on the season, finished twenty-two and nine. I cannot think of a real logical reason why this team cannot be better than that 2018-2019 team. Now they had they had a lot of home games those last, you know, 31 games they had, you know, a, some favorable stretches in the schedule. But like if I'm playing a 7 game series, this healthy 2020-2023 team versus the 18-19 team in a 7 game series, I'm taking this team why not us? Why not now? I, I like that phrase. Let's roll with that. Why can't this team the rest of the way play better than 500 basketball? Don't You don't even have to make the play-in. Get me to the last two weeks of the season and tell me everything has to go your way, but it's possible. Mm. Get me to the last two weeks of the season. Give the Magic a chance to make the play-in, and this will be an overwhelming success of a season. 100%. At that point, Jamal Mosley should be in contention for coach of the year for managing all the crap that he would... Now, listen, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, like astronomically far ahead of ourselves here, like crazy ahead of ourselves. But we're over-exaggerating tonight. That is the point of an emergency podcast. That's right. If that all happens, like... This is just an overwhelming smash of a home run of a successful season. It's not something that 12 hours ago I thought might have been possible. And here's the thing. Also, credit to Mosley for this. In spite of it all, even at 5-20, and 20, the guys in this locker room believed everything you just said. They've never lacked belief that this team could be everything you just said. Not in the future, not two years, five years from now. This year, they Ooh, felt I'm it. Freaking fired up! Let's go. They felt it. They believed it. They know it in their hearts, and so that's why, not just for us as fans, but for them tonight. Ten minutes of Ji, they get a win against the Celtics again. That's got to just fuel that belief, but it's also got to fuel their accountability in some ways to not lay eggs like they did, you know, Saturday night in Washington. Let's not forget. That's the last game the Magic played before tonight. They they dropped they they let the Wizards score 138 and lost by 20 in Washington. That was 48 hours ago. So I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. But I'll also say if Jonathan Isaac plays in that game, the Wizards don't score 138. I don't care what anybody says. 
So all that to say, we are getting ahead of ourselves. But this team believes, I think this fan base, most of the fan base still believes that something is possible this year. Let's make a run. And I'm with you. Let's make the last two weeks really exciting. I don't know how it's going to end, but let's let's make it interesting and just see what you never know. You just never know. I'm opening my heart open, like up to a heartbreak the last couple of weeks of the season. <laughs> and I will never be so happy to have had my heart broken. Okay, I'll, we'll remember this. this. Team, oh, I'll, oh, 100% be depressed. <laughs> I'll be, I'll make some jokes in our group chat that you'll be like, Jonathan, come on, man. Like yeah. you can't, you can't make jokes about that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready yep. for it. Jonathan Isaac is back. He looked fantastic. Uh, just uh, the the shot of adrenaline and hope that uh, that I that I didn't know was possible. And we don't we don't do this a ton on this podcast, but when the opportunity presents itself, I do feel obligated. If you listen to Jonathan Isaac talk about his faith in Christ and what he believes in, if you if you are amazed at the resolve of this kid and just how tough he is and everything that he's been through, he would be the first person to tell you that it would not be possible without his relationship in Christ. I believe that. I know Luke believes that. I know Kevin believes that. So if any part of you is wondering about that or curious about that, just give it a shot. You never know what can happen. 100%. But, the magic, man. The freaking magic. Every time I think I'm done, they pull me back in. And this, I just did not expect tonight to go this well, never in a million years. Here's what I know, John. And here's what I do expect to go well. I expect people's Tuesdays to go well. You want to know why? Because they can get 50% off of their Papa John's with code MAGICWIN after a magic victory tonight. Let's go, baby. Eat that pe- that victory pizza tomorrow, folks. Let's freaking do it. All right, folks. This was an emergency pod. I think that is going to do it for us. I hope we uh, hyped you guys up a little bit. You know, I hope you can't sleep tonight. I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. Just a, I'm, I'm going to rewatch this game. Like right now, I'm going to go and rewatch this game. It was that much fun. Uh, but for producer Kevin Tucker, this has been Jonathan Osborne. Uh, me and Luke will be back in a couple of days talking about this game again, getting Luke's reaction. Um, Jonathan Isaac is back. All of a sudden, you're in Luke's podcast that you're going to record this weekend. It's going to be a lot more enjoyable it's be for everyone, I think. Let's go. And I got a really good freaking chance of beating Luke this week in our predictions, starting off the week right. So I'm going to say this again. For producer Kevin Tucker, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to The Six Man Show. Jonathan Isaac is back, and we will catch you guys next time. See See ya. ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!